Hello everyone and welcome back to the Impact Play. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that brings us out beyond just gaming. We are not only blurring the lines between gaming, entertainment, sports, and music. We are even amplifying voices from those perspective fields and having their stories told here on the Impact Play. You can be a part of the live show experience over at Twitch.tv backslash the Impact Play by clicking on the notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. Simply search for the Impact Play. However you consume your content, wherever you consume it, we are there. I'm Michelle Mohammed, otherwise known as It's Yagu, and this is episode 96. On this week's episode, we discussed the latest update for the, for the PlayStation 5, everything that was announced during the latest Nintendo Direct, Capcom's Resident, Resident Evil Showcase, plus we have even, even more events on the way, in addition to highlighting the top gaming news stories for the week. So without further ado... Welcome to our very first segment of the show, where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, what we're looking forward to, or just simply anything goes, even if it doesn't directly revolve around video games. So, I've, for me, what I've been on this week, if you guys have been paying attention to uh, my social media, at itsyagooh, I've been playing a lot of xCloud games. And the main one is Control. I've been having a blast with it. It's been running very, very smoothly. And I've just enjoyed it. And then I also recently started playing Dishonored 2. And it ran good. It was just me not knowing what to do, <laughs> essentially. That's the only thing that was getting to me. But once I, once I figured it out, it was an enjoyable experience, nonetheless. Now, of course, I've been using the Razer Kishi controller to further enhance my mobile gaming experience. And Apex Legends, I have been on in a couple, in about a day or two. But I will hop into Apex Legends later on today. If you want to, if you guys want to join us during this live playthrough, be sure to do so. And I did, I've been on enough Animal Crossing. Uh, we, there hasn't been any, like, events, events with it that I've been noticing it. I guess the latest one was the prom thing, but that's about it. And I guess we could go into, like, what I've been watching now. I've been watching anime right now because I've been watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's, and ever since I found myself caught up with it, there's another episode that just landed. So hopefully I'll be able to watch that as well. And give my thoughts on that as well without any spoilers or what have you on later on on social. Uh, so that's about it. I guess we're going to hop into gaming news if there's nothing further. Now, uh, let's see, where did I put everything? Oh, found it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so speaking of entertainment, we're gonna hop into those into that new segment first before we hop hop into the gaming new side of things. So, uh, have you guys have has anyone watched Godzilla vs Kong? Me myself, I haven't watched it yet. I'm sure it's on it's on HBO Max, if I'm not mistaken. But 
Speaking of Kong, Jordan Van Roberts, the director behind Kong Island, Skull Island, is teaming up to work on a live-action Gundam movie that will stream exclusively to Netflix. Details about the project operating under the working title Gundam are limited at this time. Brian K. Yagam is writing the screenplay and will also act as an executive producer. The movie will stream on Netflix globally, except in China. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, so there's nothing even about the plot either. But it's saying that it'll, it will take place in the Universal Century, the same timeline, the same timeline as the original Gundam anime is set in. So hopefully they can get this right, because when they do live adaptations of games, of anime, and what have you, it doesn't turn out to be a great experience. As we all are aware, the Dragon Ball, we have Monster Hunter, and like The Witcher did great, to be honest. But those are like rare exceptions. Hopefully they could cut through that norm and make it in, in, in beyond amazing. So I'm definitely looking forward to it and see. But now we're going to move on to Fast and Furious 9. We got a new trailer. I haven't watched it yet. But uh, I know that it show that it has Dom, Dom's brother is is being played by John Cena, and Vin Diesel said that he believed that Paul Walker actually recommended him. So next. Uh, I'm guessing that's it about entertainment. Let me make sure. Soccer punch. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. And I'll move on to gaming. The PS5 update is now live and finally enables extended storage, but limited storage. It doesn't give you the full benefit of using an external device. So the firmer the firmware upgrade labeled version 221.01-03.00.00 according to the system update not only brings the ability to move PS5 games to an external hard drive along with other improvements. So, and as well as other features, include the ability to enable one-touch play, which turns your TV on when you turn your PlayStation on if you have an HDMI device link capable monitor. That's good. The ability to see your controller's battery percentage when charging, and a and 120Hz supports for players using some 1080 120Hz PC monitors, which allows you to play games at 120 frames on those monitors. Uh... But let me see something. Let's go into the storage. The only thing you can't you can't exactly play games off of those external device, but you can store games on there instead of having you delete games and then re-download games. Simply just plug in your, your external hard drive and transfer games in between. Even though it's it's limited, as long as it's still something. 
but we still need more. This is nothing. So honestly, we've been at least six months in, ever since the PS5 and the Xbox Series came out, consoles came out, and this is what they come up with. We should have been now able to use an external device. With Xbox, you could still, you could use everything that you were using with your old Xbox console, PlayStation. You can't. You can't even use the PlayStation for a DualSense controller. With the PlayStation Five, but hopefully, this is not the first. This won't be the the first of many updates. Hopefully, and hopefully they'll come out soon enough, sooner than sooner rather than later. So I guess we'll move on to these gaming news and uh, showcases and events and what have you. But the first one uh, that we have is Nintendo's Indie Direct, and we did get the. We did get a bunch of games, and there's only two games that stood out to me. The first one was Aerial Knights Never Yield, a Parker-infused 3D runner set in an eye-catching futuristic, excuse me, Tokyo, and to a dope-tastic soundtrack by Detroit artist, the name Sama, that's headed to the Switch, Xbox Series X, I'm sorry, Xbox, PlayStation, and even on the on uh, Steam on May 19th. And you can even download a demo that's available on the Nintendo eShop as well. And I've played it, I've streamed it, even uploaded, uploaded my thoughts on it as well, as well as the, my first impressions. If you guys want to check that out, go to YouTube or just uh, search for It's Your Goo, I-T-S-Y-A-G-O-O-H, and let me, your th- let me know your thoughts as well. Okay, and the other game that stood out to me, let me see if I can find it. Oh, here it is. Nintendo Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's, Shredder's Revenge, a side-scrolling beat-em-up inspired by the retro likes of Turtles in Time. It's a collaboration between Datemo, the publisher behind Streets of Rage 4, and Wonder, and Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap, and Flinthook developer Tribute Games, and it's coming to the Switch later this year. It's like a modern-day look for a pixel art-style game. But it looks good. There's only two games that stood out to me. But the other games that we have, we have Chris Tales, a gorgeous action RPG from developers Dreams Uncorporated and Sick. We have uh, There Is No Game, Wrong Direction, literally. The Long Inc. And then we have Oli Oli World, Hindsight, Last Stop. And Road 96. And speaking of Never Yield, hopefully we can get the developer behind it. Uh, Adrian Knight, if I'm mistaken. Ariel Knight. Let me see if we can find it. Yeah, Ariel Knight. Hopefully we we reached out to him on social and what have you. We sent him an email. Hopefully we can bring him onto the show. Discuss this latest project. Okay, so if you guys want us to interview the guests on the show, a variety of guests, let us know on social. Tag them and tag us. This way they can be. This way they can know that there is a. It can that there are viewers and listeners out there that they that they want that they want want us to bring a wide variety of guests on the show. Okay. 
So, next we have Capcom's Resident Evil Showcase. So, Capcom's latest has detailed a series of times you'll be able to demo Resident Evil Village ahead of its May release. It also included an announcement of Resident Evil 4 VR for the Atlas Quest 2, a quick look at uh, Village's mercenary modes, a new trailer for the Netflix CGI series Infinite Darkness, some other small bits and pieces, but no new Resident Evil games were announced. This is coming from Eurogamer via Tom Phillips. The show kicked off with New Village trailer show, uh, showcasing clips from early in the game and so on. Uh, I'm not going to go into details because I know there's a lot of people that haven't watched it or just waiting for the game to get away from spoilers and what have you. But we, we won't we won't do that do that here. So the demo is coming out on May second. And I'm sorry, on May 1st, 5 p.m. Pacific, so that's 8 p.m. Eastern for 24 hours. Wow, it's a limited demo. What do you know? So PS4 and PS5 owners get also get 8 hours in Village where you can play both Village and Castle areas over preceding weekends. Uh, but for like 30 minutes, it's saying here. But that's about it. Okay, next we have another event that's in, that's inbound on June 12th at 12 p.m. Pacific, which is 3 p.m. Eastern for those listening here. We have the Ubisoft Forward that's going to be a part of E3 2021. And next, we even have a future games show that is officially part of E3 2021 as well. From the folks over at PC Game Gamer. So we have a ton of events coming. So I'm definitely excited for it. And we're not done yet. <laughs> We're getting in a ViveCon set for May 11th and 12th for, from HTC. But this is, of course, VR related for those into VR. Apparently, it's rumored that we're getting a Vive Proton, but this is all just speculation. So just take everything with a grain of salt. I believe we had another event. Let's find it. Yeah, I don't see it here. Okay, I gotta go look for it. Could have sworn I put it in the, in the, in the dock. Let's see, let's find it. Oh, here it is. I don't know why I didn't. I couldn't find it, but Facebook is even announcing an Oculus Gaming Showcase for April twenty-first. That's 
three days from now for, as of this recording. We're getting ACC, we're getting Oculus, we're getting <laughs> E3, we're getting so many events, literally, this month, uh, well, this month onward. <laughs> so it's like a never-ending, plus we have Summer Games Showcase from Jeff Keighley. So, like, literally back-to-back, we're going to have a whole bunch of news to discuss and talk about here on the show, on social as well, so be sure you're following me there. And yeah, a whole bunch of great things c- coming. Okay, Square Enix has just on rumors that it's been up for sale. It's coming from PC Gamer. Square Enix has denied reports that it's selling itself off, nor has it received any offers. The acquisition offers the Japanese publisher clarified. This week's Bloomberg Japan reported that several Interested parties were interested in stamping up the JRPG maker, saying two bank officials familiar with the situation. News of an acquisition seems solid enough. The Square Enix stock rose 13.8% on the Tokyo Stock Exchange. A few hours later, Square, of course, had to shut down these rumors. We do not, and they came up with a statement, we do not consider selling off the company or any parts of its business nor have we received any offer from any third party to acquire the company or any part of its business. But, I guess I'll take my take on this. Like, Microsoft, I, people rumor, were speculating that Sony might acquire them because they've been partnering up with Square Enix with uh, a good amount of exclusives. But Square Enix is way above that. Then there's no way that's going to be acquired by anybody, Microsoft, Sony, Google, what have you. They have to make games. Even why why would they sell off to any other company when they could easily, <laughs> when their value is literally far above any anything else? But yeah. All right. Getting a new Nintendo Switch Lite color that's launched on May 21st. We're getting a fresh blue, and this is coming from Nintendo's Instagram account. So we're finally getting more colors. Okay, so next, Bioshock Bioshock 4 will seemingly be an open world game. This is going from comicbook.com. There's still next to nothing that we know about the next installment in the Bioshock series, which we're tentatively calling Bioshock 4. Outside of the game's general existence being confirmed by Studio Cloud Chamber, no further pieces of info on the project have come about an official capacity since first being revealed back in 2019. However, thanks to some new tidbits that have have appeared recently on some cloud chamber job openings, it looks that we we now have a better idea of the title's format. 
as mentioned on the number of job listings at Cloud Chamber, Bioshock 4 is supposedly taking place in an open world. We're hoping to find someone who could weave impactful character-driven stories in an open world setting, said a description of what the studio is looking for in a potential candidate. Again, with so little news and with so, so on. It could be a limited open world. It could be a very compact world, even though it can be seen as open. It can, it can mean anything. So let's take all this with a very, very minimum grain of salt. Okay, now we have a couple of uh, collaborations, one between Sony and Fortnite. We're getting a new character, we're getting Alloy from, uh, what's this game called again? I forgot. <laughs> uh, let me see, Horizon Zero Dawn. I didn't have to read it, <laughs> I just know it. Uh, let's see. So he got her, I think, from the from the shop or from a from the Alloy Cup. Apparently, it was only on PlayStation Four and Five. But now anyone can unlock it, so it's fine. I'm probably gonna buy her. All right, and speaking of collaboration, we're getting another one between Street Fighter and Power Rangers. On May 25th, Ryo and Chun Li from Street Fighter are joining Passage, uh, I'm sorry, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid for an epic DLC crossover. The anyway developed Power Rangers fighting game originally launched back in early 2019, boasting only nine playable characters at the time. Battle for the Grid has since received about a dozen additional characters in post-launch DLC. Interestingly enough. Anyways, post-release support also introduced impressive crossplay functionality. Uh, so that's about it. Uh, yeah, that's actually wow. It's an old game and it's still getting like DLC and further investment from the developers. So that's good. That's very good news. This shows that there's a community out there that still likes playing quote-unquote old games. How PlayStation. Uh, not, I guess a vocal minority of PlayStation 5 owners like to complain that nobody wants to play old games because uh, Sony doesn't really support playing old games on the PlayStation on their consoles. This goes to show that there is a community that likes to play old games. Xbox did it great. All the way going backwards from the Xbox One generation that you could play those games with via back compat and even some games uh what's that thing called or you could play the latest update of it for your console let me think if i can remember it uh backwards camp uh it's right at the top of my tongue I'm trying to think let me look it up
Yeah, I can't remember that, that name that they had for it. Or it's enhanced for those games. Uh, Smart delivery. I didn't have to look for it. I just, I just, it came up to me. But, like, by itself, I don't know where. But yeah, they did it right. But yet, Sony has so much. It's having a difficult time just to transfer data between saved, saved game data from old games to quote-unquote game-boosted games. And on top of that, the trophies don't even transfer over to just two completely trophy lists, and not all of them even transfer over, which is weird, right? But yeah. I guess we have a new event coming as well. We have an Xbox Fan Fest that's returning next week with an exclusive talk show. Xbox uh, Fan Fest has been a physical event for many years, but it has recently turned to the digital age to bring the showcase to more fans around the world. It's set to return for the next outing on April 15th at 2 p.m. Pacific or 3 p.m. Eastern. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to all these events. And speaking of crossovers, we're getting a crossover DLC between Rainbow Six Siege and Rick and Morty. That set uh, actually, that's yes, available now. On the uh, it was made available on the fifteenth. We're getting a pickle Rick smoke bundle and a chrome flomite sludge something. I don't know why it keeps auto playing. Sludge bundle. If you guys are, are into Rainbow Six Siege, enjoy, enjoy it. Okay, now. Codemasters and a new owner, EA, have announced F1 2021. The new race game is set to launch July 16th for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series consoles, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and on Steam. Days Gone is coming to May 18th on PC. Let's see. Anything is getting certain up, uh, enhanced upgrades and features as well. Uh, let's see. It's coming from on the Epic Game Store as well as Steam. And it's coming from the PlayStation blog. So ultra wide monitor support. More I uh, know display customization options because you're on PC, of course. Photo mode, and yeah, that's about it. So, I'm definitely excited for all of these upgrades and gaming events and so on. And speaking of gaming events, um, let me see something. Let me look into this card games thing. There was a card games showcase. Let me see if there's anything worth mentioning. Let's see. What the heck is this? Now I'm curious. Let me look into this. 
Yes, that's telling me nothing here. Is it worth mentioning? I think core is like a it's like a Uber Unreal Engine and so on. Yeah, it is. Okay, so it's like a it's for devs to build games essentially. Okay, that's what it was. I'm like, why the heck does it look so weird? I know Jeff uh, Keeley tweeted about this. Yeah, that's about it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> GTA 6 is reportedly sticking with a modern day setting. This is a rumor, by the way. So, that's essentially it. Like, there's nothing worth, worth mentioning, just that little <laughs> sentence long worth of information. Oh, Microsoft is currently testing the removal of Xbox Live requirements for free-to-play games. So it looks like they're going to announce an update, hopefully soon. So Microsoft has announced the Xbox in Insiders at the lowest tier will no longer need an Xbox Live Gold subscription to play free-to-play games online. The feature launched last month exclusively for members of Alpha and Alpha Skip Ahead. Xbox Insiders invite-only tiers. Give me a second, folks. Okay. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. It's not available at the Mega mega tier which is free to join and available instantly after sign up if you guys want to test that out be sure to look this up and sign up if you guys were are wanting to give this a, a try uh, so we got sega frontier remastered is now available on consoles as well as mobile devices we have it on the nintendo switch playstation 4 pc Steam and iOS and Android devices, apparently. Capcom, the USA store, is closing. Uh, Capcom announces on their official Twitter account and is closed on May 1st. Uh, let's see, what else do we got here? GameStop is reportedly on the hunt for a new. CEO and selling from games industry that biz. biz 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 three anonymous sources close to the matter told the rooters that the US retailer has started looking for a new CEO as it seeks to transition from a traditional brick and mortar business model to a more digital driven retail company. They should have done this ages ago. Like literally. From the Xbox one and PlayStation 4 generation. They should have looked into this matter. That 
people were looking to buy digital games and it's more of a convenience. But yeah. So finally, Dr. It's about time, honestly, that they're finally looking into digital. But yeah, I guess we're moving on. Mass Effect Legendary Edition will have a brand new photo mode. That's essentially it. <laughs> nothing, nothing further to that to that new story. Ghost of Tsushima developer Sucker Punch is hiring for a spectacular multiplayer game. Quote unquote. So it looks like going, uh, for their next game is going to have some sort form of multiplayer. But a lot of games are multiplayer. Even Ghost of Tsushima has a form of multiplayer into it. They have raids. So it's like really nothing really to dive deep <laughs> into. All right. All right. So I guess let's see. Where's that thingy? I'll find it. We're going to go into read email. If you guys want to send us free email, here's how you can contact us. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and even any questions that you may have for us by sending us free email on our Discord server, by sending a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play, or even by sending us an email to read email at the Who knows, may even be featured on a future episode or even our special read email segment of the show. So thank you guys so much for making the Impact Play a part of your day. And before we end this, we've reached another milestone. We've reached over 600 views on YouTube and even 4,000 plays and over 30 people on the audio side of the show. We are truly thankful for every one of our listeners, our community, for joining us on this journey. With your help, we can elevate this podcast, this show, to even new heights. And to reach a much larger audience. And we are showing it together than apart. So thank you guys so much. And we are trying to to we are trying to reach a new milestone subs over on Twitch. So share the channel, share the podcast with anyone, with your friends, your family, and simply anyone who believes will benefit from the show. Leave us a review. If you're used to rating on your favorite platform, this will definitely help us a lot, help us reach even, even more people, help even create even a much larger community to help bring even more people on. So again, thank you guys so much. Have a great one. And until next time, folks. Peace.